0: through your healing, after going through trauma, she'll make you laugh. Edna Estrada, if you're going through trauma, you need Edna as your trauma life coach. Hello, and welcome back to the Heal Your Trauma podcast. I am your host, Edna Estrada. I hope wherever you're listening from, you are having a beautiful week and that you feel just a little bit closer to your healing. Okay, so let's get right to it, shall we? So today's topic is what to do with all your pain post-trauma, right? What do I do with all my pain? Oof. This is tough. It's tough because pain is so personal. Everybody lives with the pain in a different way. Post-trauma, right? Some of us live with it. Um, Almost like in secret, we kind of bury it. Some of us are very loud about it. We're very angry and vocal about it. Some of us let it control us and completely consume us. But one thing is true that everybody that is living with the pain has not been able to let it go. So what on earth are you even supposed to do with it? It's so unbearable. It's so cemented into you. What are you supposed to do with it? There's so much of it, right? Well, that is what I'm going to try to hopefully help you out with today in the few minutes we have here. Okay, so when we go through a trauma, there is like this automatic thought. It's like a feeling that comes into our being that's like, oh shit, that's going to leave a mark, right? That's going to leave an imprint in my soul. And of course it does. We'll always have that part of our lives with us, right? We're never going to forget it. And the thing is, I don't think any of us are raised to go through a traumatic experience, right? We're not told like, oh, do this. If you go through a trauma, do this, this will help you heal. It's not like we're taught at school that there are steps that you can take and there are things that you can do to heal that pain. So oftentimes, the thing that happens is that the thing that happened to us is so heart shattering that it almost feels like what can possibly matter after this, right? How is there supposed to be a life after this? Like nothing matters anymore because a part of me that was detrimental to my whole being is now missing and without it, I'm useless, no point in me even trying to be complete again because I won't be. Something was taken from me and what is even the point? I'm just going to try to just survive from now on because life is kind of useless without that thing that is missing. If you're really brave, then you just decided to continue to live your life as best you could, but you kind of stayed in that moment you're not really present. You're disconnected. Your body, your senses, your happiness, everything is just kind of allowing your body to go through the world, but you're completely disconnected from it. You're not all there. And the only things that ever seem to really make you feel connected and really alive in a sense are you know when you go through a trigger, when you remember that moment, or when something kind of hits the wrong button or the right button and you get angry or just really emotional, maybe that's the thing that gets you out of the depressed state. Maybe you go from being depressed to being angry, to being fearful, being reckless, right? Those are the only things that could kind of make you come back into your body and experience life for a moment but you're not really living a full life because you're not really allowing yourself to feel happy and curious and excited for life, right? It's all like these icky feelings that kind of once the thrill of them goes away, you kind of end up feeling worse. And it's just this awful vicious cycle and it's just more feelings that you need to bury. And now it's like you're carrying this big burden of yucky feelings, right? So before I say what I'm about to say, I just want you to know that what you're going through is completely normal. I would say that everyone that has gone through a trauma um, has gone through some version of this. So you're not alone for starters. You are not alone. You are not crazy. You are not nearly like the only one that has gone through this. Like I said, we all go through it in our own ways, but there's no shame around this. There's no there's no right way to heal. There's no right time to heal. There are no expectations with healing. And I really feel that the only reason why you are here right now listening to this is because your soul is telling you like, it's a little nudge. When you start looking at things like this with healing, there's a strong nudge inside your soul telling you, you're ready. It's okay. It's safe. It's time but I know I understand it might be harder for your brain to grasp because your brain is trying to protect you always. And it's amazing. And that's why that's a whole other topic, but fear of the unknown is very normal. And it doesn't matter if the unknown is a good unknown or a bad unknown, the unknown is the unknown. And that might have kept you from healing uh, before this. And what I'm about to tell you is also going to be a little bit scary, but I'm here to tell you that it is the good type of unknown. Okay so if you do the work it's going to be really really nice on the other side. It's going to be so healing and such as like such a relief. But they like said if your soul is bringing you here it is it is for a reason. But don't be hard on yourself if you kind of put this off or you take your time or you have to do some more research about it, that's completely normal. Just as long as you're moving forward every day, just a little bit every day, you are doing great. Okay. But anywho, okay. So back to the topic, what do I do with this pain? Well, okay. So there are two things you can do with your pain post-trauma, right? So the first thing you can do is that you can bury it you can ignore it. You can kind of survive it. Just ignore it. Um, but the thing is that if you do that, if you just try to bury your feelings, that never really works out. Okay, especially if they start to pop out when you get triggered. Um, which, depending on what your trauma is, a lot of things can be triggering to you, and then that trigger will cause you to do something or get in a fight with someone or do something you regret. And then that situation will become a little bit of a a crumb for your trauma. So then situations like that will trigger you and it will become another vicious cycle. And even if you can't get away with just ignoring the world and being depressed and just kind of sitting on the couch for as long as you can, uh, eventually those feelings w- will seep into your skin, into your actual body, and they'll turn into other things, right? They'll turn um, that pain turns into fear, it turns into anger, into depression, into illness, into sickness, into resentment, into addiction. So, It could morph, it could morph into many, many things. And again, that's when you leave your pain untreated. The other thing you can do with your pain is to honor it. Okay, so ideally we're meant to learn this lesson as small children. When we get hurt, we're supposed to be taught to safely regulate our bodies and our thoughts and our emotions and learn how to get through pain. And a lot of us we didn't get that right it's you know and it's harder for people who didn't get that because it's hard enough to say like this pain is unbearable, and I need help, much less to say things like you know i it's safe for me to feel this it is healthy for me to go through these emotions. it is necessary for me to feel this pain and let it out right? A lot of us never do that post-trauma, but that is exactly what you need to do. So if it's been years since you've experienced your trauma and the pain is still very much there and you kind of intuitively feel like it's time to move past it and that it's kind of interfering with your life and you have a feeling that you are ready to move on with your life, but the pain is sort of holding you back, then you need to safely go back to to that moment a therapist or a coach or, or someone that can help guide you through that and allow yourself to go through those emotions because the only way to heal is to feel and there are a lot of things that you can do even if you if you don't feel I don't want to recommend that you do it alone but if you do do it alone there are things that you can do safely on your own. I don't necessarily recommend that. I don't necessarily that because you don't know. I, you don't know how you're going to react. You don't know if you have repressed memories that are going to make things worse. But if you feel pretty sure that you there's just some things if you already went to therapy and, and did a lot of the harder work, but you just feel like there are things holding you back. you There are a few things you can try. So you can try writing letters I love this exercise you write letters to the people that hurt you or you write letters to the situation if you're grieving you write letters to the person or people that you are grieving for if you are grieving a you know a mistake something that you did you can write a letter to that past version of you forgiving them setting them free. And really, but when I say like write the letters, I mean like really write a letter that expresses everything you feel. I mean, so like let's say you're writing a uh, letter to a past version of you that did something that they super, like you regret, you would be honest about your feelings. Like, I fucking hate that you did this. You ruined my life. You fucking bitch because of this, this, and this, this, and this happened. And I fucking hate this. And my life should have been like this. And uh, like everything that you've been holding back, you need to be very honest. This is not like the time to be PC. I mean, you can be as vile as you absolutely need to. And then just keep writing until you get to the point where, You can see that life is still going to work out for you. You know, where you can see, but I am resilient as fuck. And I have managed to make this and this and this. And even if you feel like you haven't done anything with your life, you can still choose to see, to say, but you know what? That flame inside of me is. Never going to die. It doesn't matter what anyone did to me. It doesn't matter what has happened to me. I still feel that light burning inside of me. Doesn't matter how dim it is, it's there and I have the choice. I feel it. I can reignite it. You can never turn it off because I am freaking powerful and amazing. And just work yourself through all of that. But make sure you end it with forgiveness. And forgiveness doesn't mean what happened is okay. It just means that you release it, you let it go, you let it go. Stop holding it with your like dead cold grip of the past. You let it go and you look forward to the future because you're not going to be able to move forward if you're carrying all this literally like dead weight in your back from the past it's gone that's gone and it's heavy so let it go so that's that's a powerful exercise write the letters um you know if you know me you know i'm gonna say do breath work if you can manage to do some breath work you're going to release trauma from the past the feelings are gonna come up they just are you're gonna do a, you're gonna cry and it's gonna feel really really good okay do the breath work. Um, I always talk about this. I love, um, another exercise that I love is EFT tapping because that is going to allow you to really put a voice to all the negative emotions that you're trying to bury. It's going to make them surface up and then it's going to like do this cycle. It's almost like it's like a washing machine. It's going to go through like the, the cycle where it like washes it and all the dirty gunk comes out and then it's going to rinse it. And I just, I love EFT tapping. So whatever your trauma is, if you are grieving, if you experience some sort of uh, sexual abuse, if you've uh, experienced some sort of like betrayal in your relationship, what, like there's EFT tapping sessions for everything. Um, you know, just Google EFT tapping session for this thing. And it is so amazing. And there is a lot of science behind it. It's an acupuncture type of exercise. And you are going to feel so good working through those feelings. If you feel like the thing you're holding is anger, I would do some rage dancing or shake dancing. So rage dancing is when you basically put on some like, or I mean, I should say me, I put on some like heavy metal music or like whatever pumps you up, just some music that's going to like pump you up and you just start like punching the air and you start punching your pillows and you just go like balls to the wall, like letting out your rage and your hate and you let out the words that you need to let out and it just releases all that anger. And I like to finish the rake um, dancing sessions with like saging. I sage afterwards and then I journal about the feelings that came up and how do I feel just to make sure there's no like lingering. Like because the goal is not to get angrier. The goal is to release the anger, right? But it's good to like have those feelings you brought up to release them energetically and then to catch that moment and... Really put a voice to it with like journaling. Shake dancing is uh, what the kind of music I like to put on with shake dancing is kind of like shamanic music or very spiritual music. And what you do there is you just shake your body. You just shake. You shake your neck. You shake your arms. You shake your legs. Your belly. Your but like everything and you just envision that you are releasing all like the negative feelings. If you do that for about 20 minutes, it's almost like a form of breath work where you will, you almost have like this psychedelic experience where you transcend into like such a light version of yourself and it feels really good just to let it all out. Um, Don't be surprised if you start crying during this also um, but don't don't give up after like five minutes I know it feels like cardio but try to push for at least 20 minutes and very like intentional envisioning that you are releasing all the negative thoughts and negative feelings okay Uh, another exercise I like to do is cord cutting this is when you envision the thing that you are trying to forgive or release or the trauma you envision that in yourself, you envision like a court, like um, maybe a light, you can envision a light between you and this thing and you guys are connected and you can, like the part of it that feels yucky to you, you just envision like this light bulb coming in between you guys and shoo, it just cuts that cord in half. And when it cuts it in half, you kind of envision that, that court because if it's attached to you and it's attached to the thing, and it's light, it's energy, you kind of envision it like rotting and shrinking, kind of like a dead leaf, and falling off of you and falling off the thing. And you guys are now disconnected energetically. And that gives you like a little bit of breathing room to move on and let it be in the past. So you can do that. And that's a very powerful exercise. You might have to do that one a few times until you really like sense it in your gut that you are releasing it, that you're really feeling it, right? Especially if you're new to the spiritual tools. And then the last tool I would say is to forgive. Allow yourself to forgive, you know? And I know forgiving is hard for a lot of people. There are a lot of ways that you can Learn to heal depending on the type of person you are, if you are a religious person, if you are a spiritual person. There are a lot of practices that can teach you forgiveness. But for me, and just based on what I know and what I teach, I would say The easiest way to forgive before you get to that like level of letting go is to feel the feelings. So you have to feel the feelings first because you can't forgive something if you're not even allowing yourself to feel it, right? Um, Feel the feelings, put a name to them that you know what you're working with. If you're angry, if you're disgusted, if you're disappointed, if you're grieving, if you're Uh, betrayed whatever it is put a name to it feel it and then let go that's forgiveness to let go let it go let it go let your god let your higher self let your angels let your guides your spirit guides your animal guides whoever whatever you believe in let them do the thing they're going to do with that and trust trust that, that that something will happen to that situation or that person the way it's meant to happen for the highest good of the world. Go of that feeling of I must get payback. I must, I must make some I make I must make this person suffer. I must make this thing because uh you're gonna get in your head and you're going to make your healing that much harder. If you look at things like athletes, you know when they are super focused on the other team and what the other team is going to do, and they're obsessing during the game about what the other person is doing or not doing, uh, that usually they tend to have worse games, but when they feel super confident and they feel prepared and they have a good game plan and they trust their instincts and they, they feel supported by their team and they trust their team and they're looking forward, That's those are the people that win the game, right? So think of it in that way. If you trust the universe, if you trust God, if you trust your angels, they're going to take care of it. You, your only job is to let it go, to feel your feelings, to get through them, and to have the beautiful amazing life you were meant to have and so and then so the last thing i want to say about this is that you can't just try any of these exercises and kind of expect them to do the trick the first time i mean you can and they might uh, i certainly believe you will feel a lot better with just doing them once but healing work it takes time and it takes practice and it takes um, some curiosity. And you, if you really want to heal, you have to keep doing these things, you know, as it is, even if you're just like a a healthy human, happy human, you need to move your body every day. You need to eat healthy. You need to take care of yourself. So, so us that we've been through trauma, we need to work a little bit harder at that. We need to make sure to keep up with the maintenance and to remind ourselves why this work that we're doing on ourselves is so important and so worth it doing this work is not checking off a box it's not cerebral you need to be able to really really feel your feelings you need to be able to feel the vile feelings that come with something as negative as trauma you know you need to feel that that hate that anger that that disgust that sadness that loss that grief you need to honor your heart you know, honor your life and its ability to give you those feelings. You know, they're not nice feelings, but if you can't feel the bad, you're not going to be able to enjoy the good, right? You know, for every bad, there's twice the good, but if you're blocking those emotions, you're not going to be able to experience all that good. So find a safe environment and allow yourself to feel that pain. Allow yourself to go through it so you can move past that roadblock and see what beautiful things there are on the other side. Because I can tell you that on the other side, there's a lot of empowerment. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of beautiful memories. There's a lot of hope and there's a lot of life, a really good life. Okay, but feel your feelings. To heal it, you need to feel it. Okay. So I will leave you with that. I hope this gives you something to think about. I hope this gives you something to take action on. I hope you do it. Um, if you do, please message me, send me an email at hello at Tell me how you're feeling about it. If you need any help, please ask me. And if you find this episode helpful, Please rate it, please subscribe, and please share it with your friends, okay? Especially if you think they can benefit from it. Alright, guys, I love you so much. I will see you next week. Bye. If you're going through trauma, you need your trauma